Hey guys, welcome back to the Pearls and Perils and I am back with another podcast. Today's podcast is all about the payday cycle. Now you're probably wondering what is the payday cycle? Now essentially that is when someone is stuck in the cycle of being that person you get paid, let's say for example on the 25th of the month and by the 1st of the month you have no money left. That is the payday cycle. Unfortunately for a lot of people they get paid and within a couple of days of getting paid they have no money left. For some people once the money from their salary gets into their account that money is gone within a matter of two days three days even the same day because they have all their bills scheduled around the time they get paid and living in that kind of cycle is very very easy for you to fall into debt it's very very easy for you to be the kind of person that if you were to lose your job maybe through redundancy or something was to happen you would not be prepared for what's to come after that so if you find that you're stuck in the payday cycle you're paid on monday by friday you're broke listen to this podcast or if you simply just want to invest in you know having better habits better finance skills then continue listening because today we are gonna get into it so one of the main reasons why people are stuck in the payday cycle if you do follow me on instagram you'll notice that i posted this yesterday but one of the main reasons that a lot of people are stuck in this payday cycle and something i've noticed from doing my financial coaching sessions i can see that for a lot of people the reason is because they have a very high expense to income ratio essentially that is how much of your um, income is being spent on your expenses now when we're talking about expenses something very important for you to understand is you need to first think about what are your committed expenses because there may be a lot of things that you spend money on but you don't necessarily need those things in order to survive in order to get by so for example rent mortgage those are key expenses things you do need to pay every month your travel to and from work and wherever else you need to travel to food you need food (laughs) that's a committed expense that is something that you definitely need it's an essential so when you are looking at your expenses to your income you need to look at what are the committed expenses what are the things i have to pay for each month that i cannot survive if i do not pay for so these are the things you're going to be looking at when you try to calculate what your expense to income ratio is and unfortunately for a lot of people their expense to income ratio is very very high you know maybe for example they earn say two thousand pounds a month but their expenses comes up to 1800 now that leaves you only 200 pounds left over and if you're someone that right now may Maybe you're on furlough which is 80% of your salary and again that 80% is taxed so if you find that you're in that position it's very easy if you have a very high expense to income ratio for you to fall into debt for you to fall behind on payments if you're not someone that's consciously budgeting your money or even just paying attention to the kind of purchases that you are making it's very very easy if you're not careful and you're just kind of going willy-nilly For you to just fall behind on payments or, you know, not prioritizing your money properly and then falling into that trap. So it's very, very important for you to actually take some time to calculate what is my expense to income ratio. This is important. And again, this allows you to see whether the problem is your expenses or the problem is maybe your salary is just very, very low. If you compare your expenses to someone else that may be earning slightly more than you, and perhaps you look at certain expenses and like, there's actually nothing that I can eliminate, then you can clearly see that the problem is your salary. We need to increase your income. We need to get that higher. And there's so many things that you can do to increase your income, which I'm not gonna get into today's podcast. If you are interested in knowing a bit more about this, then do drop me an email or a message on Instagram and we can speak about that in a later podcast but focusing on 
what I was just saying, um, it's very key for you to know what is my expense to income ratio. So if you don't know what yours is, make sure you take some time to calculate it. It's only gonna benefit you. And how do you calculate it, Peter K? Well, how you would do it is you would take your expenses. So let's say your expenses is 1,800 pounds. Okay, and then what you would then do is divide it by your salary. So let's say, for example, your expenses is £1,800, your salary is £2,000. If you divide the, that figure together, then you times it by 100. Whatever number you get, that would be your actual expense to income ratio. In this example I've given of the 1,800 expense and 2,000 salary, we can see that's 90%. An expense to income ratio over, say, 50%, 50%, 50%, is quite high so we want to get that down as low as we can whether that's going to be from cancelling subscriptions we don't need whether that's going to be from negotiating a cheaper deal maybe on your phone on your utilities maybe you pay for um subscriptions for tv or sports that you don't even watch or use or need actually taking the time to actually maybe cancel those things that can really really help a lot and you know one thing that i find sometimes it's not even the case because i found a lot of my clients have been very surprised with what their expense to income ratio is in a good sense a lot of people have thought it would be higher than it is but the reason why they're still in that payday cycle is not necessarily because of what they earn, but it's how they spend. So you have to also look at, you know, how am I managing my money? If you don't have an effective money management strategy, you're gonna constantly find yourself stuck in this cycle. And once again, like, in terms of having an effective money management strategy, this is not something that's just for poor people or working class, middle class people. This is for anyone with money. If you have money, you need to know how to manage it because the problem for a lot of people is not how much money they have, but how they manage the money they do have. If you ask anyone, do you want more money? Everybody's gonna tell you, yes, I want more money. But if you don't know how to manage the money that you currently have now, listen, you're always gonna be stuck in that cycle. You're gonna be that hamster on the wheel that you're moving. Maybe you're even moving fast, but you're really going nowhere. So it's very important. And I can say this with confidence because this used to be me. I was this person that had a very, very terrible money management strategies. I had money. I saw my salary increase, you know, throughout my career getting to a level where I was earning a lot more than most people my age, but I would find that I was stuck in the payday cycle, not because of what I was earning, but how I was managing my money. I wasn't managing my money properly at all. I was just kind of spending, you know, like I had unlimited funds, which I didn't, there was a limit. <laughs> and I just wasn't being responsible with my money. I wasn't managing it. I was just allowing my money to manage me and just spending my, spending my money anyhow, which unfortunately a lot of people do. But some people, once the bills are paid, they're just like, yeah, let's party up, let's just pay everything. And then you have people that they just throw caution to the wind and they're like you know what yolo i'm just gonna enjoy myself and again having that kind of mentality is not going to really bring you the financial um reward that you want to see in your life so definitely if, um implementing an effective money management strategy is key i'll give you one example before we move on to the next point for example, like I said previously, you need to know what your expense to income ratio is. So also having some sort of way that you um, note what your income is each month, you note what your expenses are. So that way you can then strategize and budget. How much am I gonna spend, for example, on food each month? How much, how much am I gonna spend on house supplies, my travel? How much am I gonna spend, for example, on going out with friends, treat me? I always like to set aside a miscellaneous budget. Now for me, a miscellaneous budget accounts for all the things that could 
pop up randomly throughout the month. Maybe something unexpected that I didn't think I'd have to pay. If you have children, perhaps this would be trips that they um, have to go on that you didn't realize you need to account for. Or for example, their shoe rips and you need to get them a new one. This accounts for all those little things that pop up during the month maybe someone's birthday pops up and you completely forgot and you want to get them a nice gift so again your miscellaneous budget will um, allow you to kind of cover that without having to go into your savings or having to spend money from another um, area that you've allocated so it's definitely key to go through that and break down your budget actually looking at what can I really afford if you want a budgeting tool that you can use I would definitely recommend my finance and budget tracker you can grab your copy by going over to www.pearlsandperils.com and it is only $3.99 the best $3.99 the best $3.99 you will spend I guarantee it has been my plug it has really been very helpful in terms of me um, implementing more structure into how I manage my finances um, so I would definitely recommend you grabbing a copy there's also a video on my website which does show you how to use it it's pretty straightforward you know I've had um, older mature people that have used it and they've been fine so i'm sure that you <laughs> would be able to use it and not have any trouble another reason as well that a lot of people are stuck in the payday cycle is debt unfortunately a lot of people have debt it's very rare to find someone who has no consumer debt or some debt from somewhere maybe it's hidden in another name it's attached to a different address but a lot of people have debt whether it's from credit cards whether it's from loans maybe it's to family members maybe it's payday loans there's so many different forms of debts uh, mortgages are also a debt but of course that in that sense it's a bit more of a good debt because you are paying down to eventually own that property but um, unfortunately a lot of people their debt comes from credit cards it comes from payday loans it comes from loans that they took out maybe that was gonna support them as they were in university or they're going for a difficult time they didn't have savings or they burnt through all their savings so then they had to then seek for a loan so again all of these things it kind of hinders you financially because when you have debt you can make plans but at the same time you're limited because you still have that debt that's following you and if you're the kind of person that you're like oh do you know what I'm just gonna leave it I'll pay it when I can you have to be aware especially if that debt is incurring interest the debt is growing maybe um, two years ago you owed a thousand pounds but if interest is really piling on top of that debt it could really just shoot up and even be three or four times what you initially owed so definitely being aware of what uh, what is the interest rate on the debt you owe and being responsible don't just ignore your debts if you're in a position right now that you're like do you know what I actually can't afford to pay you know a significant amount all I can afford to pay right now is 10 pounds pay the 10 pounds even though the 10 pound is probably just covering the interest at least you are being responsible you're actually making an effort to pay on your debt and um, one thing that I would say as well is if you can afford it avoid paying minimum payment always try to pay more on your debt than the minimum payment because again a lot of the time people are like oh yeah it's cool I'll just you know rack up you know my credit card to the limit and I'll just use a minimum payment no you are trapping yourself repeat no to minimum payments say no to minimum payments if you have no other option honestly guys pay down as much as you can of course don't do it to the point that you can you have no money to eat food no but honestly you want to ensure that you are paying down on your debt 
but you are paying more than the minimum payment because when you just stick to the minimum payment yes you may be paying on your debt but you're probably just covering the interest and you'll find that your debt is still there all you've been doing all this time was covering the interest and being very wary of the credit that is available to you because at the end of the day one thing that i've noticed as well unfortunately a lot of people they have credit for example whether it's in a credit card in the form of a credit card or perhaps they have overdraft and if you add up all the credit that's available to them, for a lot of people, the credit available to them is more than their actual salary. Now that can be a trap in itself because let's say your salary is 2000 pounds a month, but in terms of the credit that's available to you, you have 4,000 pounds worth of credit that you can use. This is dangerous because if you fall on hard times and you have no savings, you have no form of emergency funds, it's very easy for you to then rely on those um, credits that are available to you. But then again, the trap is you're earning a lot less than the credit. So how are you really going to be able to pay that back? So being very careful about things like that, assessing, knowing, it's not just about eligibility. A lot of people think about, oh, it's fine because I'm eligible for this, but can you really afford what you are eligible for? This is something you have to consider. Also, um, another reason a lot of people are stuck in the payday cycle is as their income ex increases, they increase their expenses and I can say this confidently too because unfortunately this is what I did as my income would increase I would then you know buy more expensive things I would go to nicer restaurants I would go on holidays with my friends and as a result it's like you're not seeing the results you want because you're spending as you're earning more you're spending more so as you do increase your salary try to keep your expenses as low as possible because that way you're actually going to be able to see the difference and that way you're going to be able to invest your money in other things perhaps you're thinking about oh i want to get into passive income i want to start investing in stocks as an example then how are you going to invest in something if you have no money to put in investments require money you can't invest zero pounds to get a thousand pounds back it doesn't exist anyone who tells you they can do that for you it is a scam okay so honestly in order to invest you need to have money to invest i know a lot of people are like oh pdk i want to invest or oh, oh, how do i get into investments and i'm like what money do you have to invest and unfortunately a lot of times they have nothing so like i said before you can invest you need to actually have that capital to invest so it's very important for you to try and keep your expenses as low as possible of course nobody's saying you should scrimp and save and you know just be having noodles of course you need to look after your health but you know having a limit and not sort of um going above that too much for example if you want to go on holiday being the kind of person that you're frugal you're responsible enough to put money aside for the holiday don't just use your credit card like oh it's cool i'll use my credit card then pay it back if you have the money for example you saved you put money aside you it was your birthday you received some ex unexpected money then that's fine you can then use that extra income to pay for your holiday but don't be that person you use your credit card you struggle to pay it back and again you get stuck in the minimum payment strap because that's not going to help you in any way so being very responsible with things like that and again in that sense you're using your credit credit card to help you build your credit but if you're that person that you're just using it like it's free money like oh it's cool i'll use my i'll pay it back later no 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 if you can't afford to pay it back leave it alone okay another reason as well that a lot of people get stuck in the payday cycle is they only have one source of income and unfortunately most jobs in terms of the increase that you can get on a yearly basis a lot of the times it is quite small i know that some positions in some um, sectors the increase on your salary that you get in a year is probably like two percent of what you're earning and if you're not earning a lot and you're getting a two percent increase two percent is practically nothing and it's something that you probably won't even notice so try to you know build an extra source of income whether that's going to 
income through maybe having a little side hustle maybe you're gonna do some babysitting maybe you're good at something you're good at cooking so you're gonna cook some dishes maybe once a week you're gonna cook and sell it to people but again if you're gonna have a side hustle do you make sure that there aren't necessarily legal requirements that you need in order to do that so if you're gonna be selling food do you make sure that you have a food hygiene um, certification because you don't want to start something with the intention of making money and then it just gets you into unnecessary problems you don't want that so definitely looking at what am I good at what are my skills what do I enjoy doing that I can utilize to help me to build an extra source of income because that way even if something happens with your day job let's say right now you're on furlough and you need to build up that extra 20% through your um, side hustle or the thing you're doing on the side you can then have extra income coming in so you're not just relying on that one source of income one thing that I'd like to say to people is what would you do if you lost your job today like how long would you be able to survive for would you be able to survive for one month two months three months zero months because you're be you're in the payday cycle and if you don't get paid that month bills will not be paid if you find that shoe is so important to save okay saving will never make you rich but it will bring you a level of security in the sense that at least it's going to allow you to get through a difficult moment if something unexpected happens you have money to pay for it so it's important for you to always decide okay maybe every month I'm gonna save at least 200 pounds that's my minimum looking at what you can actually afford to save and being willing to you know part ways with you know some of the things that you want for the moment it's it's all about that de uh, deferred gratification and thinking about the results you're gonna get long term so putting money aside each month is so important whether you want to put it in under your bed or you want to put it in the bank it is up to you <laughs> but making sure you are putting money aside and that you're not just spending every single you know every every penny that comes into your hand you're spending all of it like no guys don't do that don't do that okay another reason a lot of people get stuck in the payday cycle is because they live beyond their means for example they're always buying the most expensive car they're always buying the most expensive phone but then that means they can't pay a certain bill live within your means if you're gonna buy something you have to think can I afford that thing long term okay I'm gonna buy a car but can I afford all the upkeep of what a car is going to present can I pay for my insurance can I pay to actually put petrol in my car there are so many people with nice cars and they got no money for petrol <laughs> so it's so important for you to think about the upkeep can you actually afford for example you know um scaling up and getting a bigger house can you afford the mortgage can you afford the council tax maybe you're moving to an area that's a lot more prestige and the council tax is more you got to think about all those little things because sometimes you just think about the price but you're not thinking about the upkeep of those things and the extra add-ons you'll need to pay so always ensuring that you're living beyond with not beyond sorry within your means you're not competing with the joneses you're not competing with people that have more money than you or people that you think has more money than you but they're just filled with a lot of consumer debt too you don't want to do that don't compete with other people's pockets because you're not in their pocket compete with yourself and ensure that you are truly living within your means always think to yourself can i afford this thing long term okay i'm gonna get the latest iphone but by me getting the latest iphone am i gonna have food am i gonna have money to pay my bills next month if the answer is no then perhaps you need to put some money aside there'll always be a new iphone there'll always be a nice holiday it's gonna stay there it's not 
not running away. You know, it's not a life-changing opportunity that's going to change your life and it's gonna make you a millionaire and give you financial freedom. If it's not, then it's not worth the risk. It's not worth, you know, burning through this money that later on you're gonna be regretting that you made that decision. And the last one that I've noticed, and it's the underlining issue for most people, it is a lack of discipline. Most people are stuck in the payday cycle because of a lack of discipline when it comes to their money. They don't have a clear strategy. They don't have clear, um, you know, what's the word? A clear overview of how their money is each month. They're just kind of going with the flow and hoping for the best. And again, you do have some people that they have more than one source of income, but unfortunately what they're earning is still not enough to actually pay for their bills and get by and they're just struggling. They're constantly working and not seeing the fruits of their labor. So again, for people like that, I would say take time to think, look at what you're doing. Perhaps you're doing three jobs, but they're all very low paid jobs. What are the things that you can do to allow you to get a better job? Something that you can only do one job and you're gonna earn enough to get you by you know, and you're not gonna be putting yourself under this immense level of stress and worry and fear and anxiety, constantly thinking about, oh my gosh, how am I gonna pay my bills? Constantly tired all the time, falling asleep at job two to get to job three later on in the day. It's just so, it's really not a great position to be in. So um, really check through. Maybe you can relate to all seven of these reasons. Maybe there's two or three that you can say, yep, PDK, this is me. And if you find that right now you're stuck in the payday cycle, you're living from paycheck to paycheck. If you were to lose your job tomorrow, by September, you would be having to move back home with family. You would be in a position right now that you're like, oh my gosh, I don't know what to do. Then it's time for you to get in control of your finances. If you need a bit more help and guidance, feel free to head over to www.pearlsandperils.com and head over to my website you can check out my affordable coaching sessions i do have a finance 101 session which is all about personal finances it's a deep dive into your personal finances allowing you to really see where you're at equipping you with the tools practical tools giving you homework things you need to do in order to take your financial life to the next level to help you to stop surviving your finances and to start thriving and again if you are someone that you're an aspiring entrepreneur you do have a business if you want to take it to the next level again you can book in a business one-on-one session with me i hope you guys have enjoyed this podcast and that you found it helpful if you have why not share it with a friend if you're not following me on instagram i don't know what you're doing with yourself make sure you follow me it is pkg underscore 995 and guys i will be back with you next week where we'll have a mr mrs series for you enjoy the rest of your week and make sure you really take some time to listen properly to these points and reflect what can you relate to feel free to share your feedback with me i would love to hear from you guys you can send me an email i will leave my email in the description or you can just send me a dm on instagram so have a great day and i'll be back with you guys soon